So just tell me about how you got started, how you got into it. What made you get up on the stage? Uh, so about roughly four years. It'll be four years in August. So um, around that time, around that year, uh, I was just going through a lot, you know, and it's like uh, relationship problems, and I had a assault charge, you know, long story. We'll talk about that later. But uh, <laughs> uh, just a lot going on. And um, so I was just chatting with a buddy of mine, and he was like, you know, we just started talking about comedy because all my life, people growing up, people would tell me that I should be a comedian. And I was just never like, I would always say, I don't have jokes. I have problems, you know, like, and I just never th- seen right, myself being right. a comedian. But that kind of, that kind of so, leads into my next question. Cause that kind of was like, did you always know, or did you always have like a hint? Like you people do comedy? tell me that. Like I would always watch comedy. Like I love comedy growing up. Like that's comedy jam and Shaq all-star and comic view you know, all that, you know, I used to just love watching it and stuff like that, but I've never, like, really seen myself as being a comedian. Like, honestly, I always wanted to be a police officer growing up because my grandmother was a police officer, and I was like, you know, I want to follow <laughs> I can see in that. her footsteps. <laughs> so I wanted to I be a police officer. I can see that. I can see you so, being an officer. Yeah, I always wanted to do that. So, uh, but during that time, uh, a few years ago, you know, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and he, we were just talking about comedy, and he was like, well, and I didn't know nothing about comedy. I didn't know nothing about the Michigan comedy scene. I just didn't know. I wasn't, right. you know, into it like that. And so he was like, you know, Dr. Grins does uh, open mic night. And I didn't know nothing about Dr. Grins. I didn't know. So he, we were like, okay, we were planning to uh, just set up a date to do the open mic, you know, just talking or whatever. And um, so some some weeks went by, and, you know, I just kept feeling on the inside, like, just to do it, do it, do it. So I'm like, you know, I'm not going to wait on him. So I just reached out, uh, looked up how to reach out, and I reached out to them, and uh, the guy signed up, and they gave me a date. It was like August 1st, and I was like, cool, because that's my grandmother's birthday. So um, it's like, this is like months in advance. So I, like, signed up in, like, May or June, and so it's like August. So it's like, okay, I did this, and I'm telling people, and I don't think they're taking me seriously. And I just keep telling people I'm excited, I'm bragging about it. And as the time gets closer and closer, I'm getting nervous. I'm getting nervous. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just doing it, just going in, you know, going in blind, not knowing nothing. And so uh, the day comes, and I get there, and he pushed me first, ironically. And uh, (laughs) I go up, and I had only written, like, one joke. And I'm just like, okay, if I write this joke and it goes bad, I'm just going to walk off stage. You know, I'm not going to embarrass myself. But I do the joke, and it goes good. So now I'm like, oh, crap. Like, <laughs> what 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 else do I do? You know, like, the joke went good. I got three minutes. So that joke was like 45 seconds. So now I got to do something else. And it was just like. <laughs> now you got to improv. I'm like, oh, right. my goodness. You got to freestyle. Yeah, so now I'm like, well, what do I do? What do I do? So it was a group of kids sitting in the front row, in the front table, so I just started messing with them. And I was like, oh, okay, we got the Jonas Brothers in town, and the crowd's eating it up. So I just started messing with them and teasing them. They're laughing, and there's another guy. So I just did the crowd work, basically. And, I mean, I didn't right. know the crowd work. I was just messing with people in the crowd, and they're loving it. You were just and surviving then, um, on stage because you didn't want to get off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then so I got to, like, You were making it work. Yeah, I just had to do what I had to do, you know. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm it's yep, so good, you made so, okay, it enough. keep going. Yeah, you made it so enough. So I get the, <laughs> I get the two minute light, and I'm like, geez, that was fast. 
And uh, so I just ended my joke, and then it went well. And people didn't even, like, I told them, I was like, it's my first time on stage. And then afterwards, people didn't even believe that uh, it was my first time on stage. Like, they didn't believe it, you know. And I'm just like, you know, right, I Because you were no. just natural. You just did it. Not me, girl. I was scared yeah. as hell when I did when I first did my <laughs> I, <laughs> I was shaking. Was, I, I was shaking like, I still right, watch the video. Like, you right. can hear my voice breaking in the beginning because I'm so nervous. Like, I've never. <laughs> but then it was like, once the laughter came, it was like, oh, okay, they like me. Okay, I guess I can do this. But it right. was like, okay. Man, okay. it took me a minute I, to be comfortable. On, yeah. So so when you tell people that you're a comedian, what what's their response? <laughs> they always laugh. And they're like, oh, yeah, they get excited. And they always, you know, the famous line, tell me something funny or tell me a joke. And I was just like, nah. Like just go away, like you know. And but. you know, I get a lot of I get a lot of the judgy. I get a lot of the like like oh, so you don't make a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I get a lot of that, like you know, the judgy part. Like okay, so like how how do you do comedy? Like how much do you do comedy? Like they want to know like your status of comedy. Like are you getting paid? Uh-huh. That's some of the like response that I've business. <laughs> Right, right. But, but you know, people, you know, because people can be intrusive. So, but, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I get oh, a lot yeah. of that, too, the tell me a joke. You know what I always tell them? I'd be like, I'm not on the clock right now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I tell them. I'd be like, give me $5. I'll tell you, you going to pay me? <laughs> yeah, I got some jokes for you. I got some jokes. Okay, so what's your most? memorable moment because you've been doing good runs for probably a good three years. So what's your like most memorable run or, you know, a person uh, that you oh. opened up for? Um, that I really like, cause I've worked with some good people that were really, really nice, but my favorite would have to be Bill Bellamy because that was like the first like big name that I worked with. And afterwards, he was just, like, even, like, before I even introduced myself, like, he just, like, was drawn to me, you know, and it was like, you're a comedian, I could tell yeah. that, you know, you got, you, like, you got that vibe of a comedian, and then, like, once I performed, and afterwards, he was talking to me, he gave me some really good advice, and he gave me, like, even a tag that I can use from one of my jokes and uh, stuff like that, because I had did, it was two shows, and I had did a joke on the first show, but I didn't do it on the second show. And he was like, why didn't you do that show? He's like, why didn't you do that joke? He was like, that was mad funny, you know? And so it, like, really made me feel good, you know, to get that validation. Yeah, absolutely. You know, especially like one yeah. that I've grown up and admired and watched. Like, I mean, I love Bill Bellamy. I mean, Cousin Skeeter, you know, How to Be a Player, you know, Love Jones, you know, all that and stuff absolutely. like that. So, all like, the classics. Yeah, so just to get that from him and then, like, take a picture with him and he hugged me and shook my hand, like, that was that was really you know I was like I don't care if I'm doing nothing else like I'm just gonna ride with that you know so you say I win I made it mom yeah it was just so surreal you know what I'm for saying? Like, real I never would have imagined you know so that was that was one of my favorites right there so absolutely absolutely that's dope okay so what about your most your most embarrassing moment. Oh, uh, I think it would have to be, I did an open mic. I can't remember which open mic it was. And I'm, like, just 
And it was just, like, really bad. Like, it was just, like, a bad night. And, like, everyone was just, like, not doing well. And then, like, everyone was, like, depending on me. Oh, go ahead, go do it. You got this, you got this. And I went up there, and they weren't feeling me either. They were just looking at me. It was just cricket and stuff like that. And that really, like, you know, that was, like, really, like, it was really discouraging and stuff like that and a point. But then I was able to, like, shake it off and go around. And then another one that I think was, like, really bad that really had me, like, reconsidering comedy, it was um, I did, like, a private show, and it was, like, coming back from the pandemic, you know, uh, when things were just starting to open up, but you still had, like, you know, restrictions or whatever. So I did this show, and uh, and it was, like, my first time in comedy and stuff like that, and the crowd was just not feeling me. Like, you know, they were talking over me. I couldn't control them. They were just, it was just, like, really, really discouraging, you know? Like, I just, I was like, dang, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay. You know, so I really thought about quitting and, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, God, you know, it, it just gets discouraging, you know? And, but, you know, it's at that moment where I had to, like, realize, you know, hey, it's part of the game. You know, you can either right. give up or just keep going keep going so you know yep. I took some, it took me a while to get back on stage after that it actually did I think when I got back on stage um it was uh I can't I think it was like a pride show so I had did that show in like May and then the pride show was in June so I took a good almost a month off because of that you know I was still going to open mics but I just wasn't performing I was just there and, you know, I was just right. like, I don't know if I still want to do this or not. And then when I did that show, it was just like, okay, I still got it, you know. So, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice. But, yeah, so after that, you know, it was discouraging. But, you know, you move on and you just got to realize that that's just part of the game. You know, you have good days, you have bad days. But each day is another day towards success. And that's just how I look at it. A- absolutely. Absolutely. And, okay, last but not least, now, have you ever had, like, a last-minute gig that turned out to be, like, a super dope night and you just didn't see it coming and you just, it just, you never seen it coming? Like, you got a last-minute call and you got there and it was just a super dope setup? Um, I can't, uh, yeah, yes, I did. And I think it was, um, I can't remember God, I can't remember whose show it was because it was last minute. And I was like, dang, I usually don't do this. But, you know, I think it was uh, the Independent Comedy Club. And it was last minute. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll just come out there and do it and whatever. But it really did turn out to be a really good time. And I had a really good time, you know. Like, have you ever performed at the Independent Comedy Club? Like, it's very uh, small, like, intimate setup. Yeah, but very it was intimate. Really- but it was a really, really good time, and, like, you know, it's, like, uh, in Hamtramck, so I had a good time, and the crowd was good and stuff like that, and they loved me, and I've been back ever since, you know what I'm saying? So that was one of my favorite ones, you know, because I was just like, dang, I'm about to drive out here for nothing, you know, but it was like, you know, when you when you love doing it, you just like, I'm just going to do what I got to do, just get out here, you know, it ain't going to hurt, you know, they were throwing Absolutely. me a few bucks, you know, so... But it turned out to be a good time. So yeah, that was one of my favorites. That's good. That's good. I love I love those last minute gigs that turned out being good because you just never know what you're gonna walk into. Refreshing when you can go in there and vibe with everybody and actually have a good time. 
Yep. So, um, so you since you've been traveling, just name some some places that you've gone to do comedy as far as like city wise. I know um, here in Grand Rapids, but like I know Battle Creek, but just name off some spots where you performed here in West Michigan and abroad. Um. So I think I've pretty much been everywhere in Michigan, what, Kalamazoo, uh, let's see, Ann Arbor, Detroit, um, where else, some Jonesville, some out-of-the-wall places in Michigan. Right, like, the little suburbs, the right, the little yeah, green, but, the Greenville. Yeah. Like, all the bills. I mean, it was, like, it was one, like, what? Right, what all the bills. No, the yeah, right, and then yeah, Holland, all those, and then even like the little racist parts of Michigan where you're like, oh, okay, okay. am I even supposed to be here? (laughs) Right, right, okay, that's segueing into my next one. So doing all that, how do you handle hecklers? Um, uh, it depends. Do you like like to shut them uh, down? Do you like to make them part of the show? Do you get rid of them? I I, I mess with them because. Yeah, I, I, it depends on how they're heck. If they're like talking, like, because I've had people where it's like they think they're whispering, but like I have like a very sensitive ears and I can just pick up on everything. And people don't realize that when they're whispering, they're kind of loud. And so when it's something like that, I usually just say, hey, hey, who's talking while the queen's talking? You know, just, you know, like, hey, you know, <laughs> you know, right. or if they're <laughs> right, right. being talking to me because even when I do crowd work and if I'm not I'm like if I'm not talking to you right now it's like okay I'm like hey you know uh I know you're having a good time and some people just come out and they keep drunk and they having a good time and I say hey I know you're having a good time but uh you know just let me do what I gotta do and after the show we'll get we'll, we'll talk after the show we can have a good time and stuff like that but if they just want to be part of the show then okay you're gonna be part of the show now because this is what you want. Right, I'm you want that, you know, it's just for them to <laughs> talk about you, to talk about them, you know, it's so weird, so. Right, right, It just all depends right. on the situation Yeah, you know, I think, people, I I think people get, you know, I think, you know, and like you said, it's different type of hecklers because some people just, you know, they get a little bit of liquor in them and they get brave and then they ready to yell stuff out. Then there's some people that, you know, come in there ready to try to get back with you and, you know, it's just, different strokes for different folks but but yeah you know hecklers i think they spice it up every now and then you know and it keeps the comic on their toes because you know you got to be able to recover if a heckler try to you know mess your set up you know you don't know how long it's going to delay your set or if it's going go ahead oh yeah i've never had like a heckler where it they're just being because i've seen some hecklers to comedians to where they're just being disrespectful and rude to the comic and I've never had that like if I say something to the audience member like I said one thing to a guy he's like oh okay Missy Elliott and it's like oh okay that was funny it's like all right you, I like you you know what I'm saying like I can if you could come back at me and stuff like that okay I, 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 I mess with you you know that's funny I got you but it's just some that I've seen with comics and they've just been like just straight disrespectful and stuff like that to the point where the comic is like arguing with them. I'm like, okay, are they about to fight? You know, and like, I don't never want it to get to that point. You know, so I think it's about being aware and just knowing how to handle yourself in those situations. Because if somebody got that to me, I'm gonna be like, look, right. you go ahead, kick them out. 
you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of depends on how I'm feeling, too, because I will threaten to have them removed. I'd be like, security? <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> like, look, you ain't about to ruin my good time. If I feel like dealing with you, I will. But if I feel like you're about to be one of them, you then you got to go. So mm-hmm. either you decide. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah. But yeah it's, it's still fun. It's still rewarding. It still keeps you on your toes. And, you know, I can, I can relate to a, a lot of what you're saying, you know, just, just your journey itself. But if you weren't doing comedy, what do you think you would be doing? Do you think you will be an officer, like slight detective? Like, what do you think your depths of 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 the criminal mind would be? Yeah, before, uh, well, I got myself into trouble, so the police officer thing kind of went out the window. But I had looked into actually um, becoming a truck driver. I had a friend of mine, really good friend. Uh, he passed away, committed suicide, but. Uh, we were really close, and he was a truck driver, and, you know, he would always, like, just give me information, and, like, he was even to the point where he was like, look, I'll pay for your classes and stuff like that, but it was just, like, something in me just kept saying, nah, don't do that, don't settle, don't settle, just don't do that, like, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, when you just got that on the inside of you, like, nah, don't do this, don't do this, this ain't for me, right, you know absolutely. what I'm saying, so... I would have been, I think I would have just been the truck driver because I I looked into it and it's like a very successful business. People do it and they're very successful at it. And then you get to travel on the road and stuff like that. And I like driving. So that that was something that I was really leaning towards too. Because I'm like, oh, I'm getting older. I need to settle down. Yeah. And I know, I know a comedian. I know a comedian. Yep. I know comedians that are truck drivers. Oh, okay. So, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it is it is something, you know, that you can still even do doing comedy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um but yeah, you know, yeah, that's dope. I don't know I don't know what I would be if I wasn't a comedian. I just like so many different things. I'm kind of a weirdo, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I'm I might wanna go teach English in a Spanish speaking country. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I don't know. Oh, you know what I mean? Like I don't I don't know if I would even live in the United States. You know, I think I would probably find some missionary place where I feel comfortable and safe and probably live there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even right, think I'm right. supposed to be that's, bored here. You feel me? That's, but um where you said that. I always said I want to live out the country too. That's my dream goal to move out the country. And yeah, you know, it's, it's it's rough around here, you know, and you know, it's it's a lot of world out there. So, uh, okay. So since you also since you traveled and you've done different types of um, rooms and stuff, what what's your favorite type of audience? Like, do you like urban crowds? Do you like the mainstream? What, what where do you, what's your comfort zone on stage as far as audience? Um, uh, I don't know. It's because uh, it's always like people don't believe it, but I'm always nervous. I have uh, performance anxiety. And it's like to the point okay. where like I even had to get medication prescribed, but I have not taken the medication yet. Um, uh, because it's like I don't know. I think I, I use it to my advantage and stuff like that. And uh, because I like to get to the shows early and then I like piece the crowd out, and I'm just like, okay, all right. I don't know if I'm gonna do good because this crowd looks kind of rough. Like I just did a show in Kalamazoo and the crowd, like when I pulled up, they had like the security guards outside. They had like guns. And I'm just like, Oh no, these black people are not like, I called the dude who pulled up, 
who was putting the show together, I was like, hey, come out to the parking lot and get me, please, because I am scared, you know, but <laughs> I went in right, and I did right. it, and, 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 <laughs> right. and they love me. So I think, like, when I just don't expect, you know what I'm saying, like, I just never try to put anything on a crowd, you know, I just go in thinking, like, okay, I'm just going to do this, and if they love me, they Absolutely. love me, if they don't, I'm just going to do my thing and get on out of town, you know, so. Absolutely. But, yeah. It's always fun, but I think, like, the smaller towns where it's, like, they have nothing else going on in the city and it's, like, the whole village is there, those tend to be the best shows because, like, you know, I just love it because, like, you could interact with them and it's, like, usually I'm the only black person they ever met, so it's, like, interesting to them, and I'm just, like, what do y'all do? Right, right, you're interested in them. They want to know what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yep. and, then, and then I don't have to switch out my material too much because they can relate to what I'm saying. Because like black people, white people, like we go through like we got exactly our problems, but we all go through, go through it. Some, we all go through some things too, you know. And it's really Absolutely. fun. So I would say those would be my favorite crowds. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. That's good. You know, that's people don't people underestimate intimate crowds. You know, it's it's more personal. I think a lot of comedians feel that way. You know, you just feel more comforted. Like that, that's why they call it an intimate room setting. You know, because it is. You know, you're in close quarters. You know, you usually can see everybody. You know, and it just feels more like a family thing. You know. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. So um, so what's what's off limits for you? Are there things that you don't talk about or you feel like you don't want to offend anyone? Or, I mean, everybody's sensitive now. You know, you can you can rarely say anything now. You got to censor your jokes now. So is there anything that's, like, off limits for you as far as, like, what you won't talk about on stage? Um, for me, uh. <laughs> I try not to be offensive and stuff like that, but I mean at the same time I just you just gotta it's all about knowing your crowd because there have been some places where I have said like the R word or whatever, you know, and I talking about like LGBTQ but I think like if you could like just know your crowd and make it funny, it could work. So um but for me, like if there's kids in the crowd, because there's been some shows when there were kids in the crowd, I do not like cussing in front of kids. Um, I will not do that. Like, uh, I just did a private show, and it was the guy who put it on. He had his kids there, and they like, you know, some of them were teenagers. They're like teenagers. Okay, that's fine because it's like, okay. But, like, there was, like, children there, and I'm just like, you know, and even though he said it was okay to talk about whatever, I'm just at the point where it's like, well, no, because I don't want to cuss in front of other people's children because I wouldn't want nobody to cuss in front of my children. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> on and the I don't want these kids. Yeah, and I don't want these kids looking at me like, "Oh, okay, she got a potty mouth." Even though some kids would be like, yeah, "Funny," and stuff like that, you know. So, because it, this is like, uh, like even though I'm doing my job, at the same time, I I want to be respectful, you know, because it, it's kids, and I don't want them repeating something they heard at school and stuff like that. And then it goes back on the parents because their parents go get in trouble and be like, "Well, why did you have your child?" You know what I'm saying? So. It's just it's just a respect thing. So like, don't bring your kids to the comedy shows, please. <laughs> right. <laughs> this ain't for them. <laughs> if it don't, don't say don't, clean, don't 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I feel that. I feel that. Okay, so what's your what's your biggest um lesson that you've learned this far being in comedy? Oh, the biggest lesson that I learned is just, you know, just just uh to keep going. Everyone, you know, everyone has their own path and there's enough and I tell this to everybody because people get so frustrated and stuff like that. And and I and it's well not for myself because I'm like, dang, I've been doing it this long, why am I not? And it's just like you just gotta enjoy the journey and just keep going because you know, what's for you is for you. You know, you yes, you see other people doing their thing and that's for them because I don't know what they've been through to get where they're at. You know, so I'm gonna congratulate them with the well and you know, just and just look and it's inspiring because it's like, well, if they can do it and like I know them, so okay, well I can do it too. It's just not my time yet. So my biggest lesson right. is just to keep going, keep going, trust the process, everything gonna be fine, and and just learn yourself. Discipline. That's my thing about discipline because um like after this month actually uh, I'm going on like a detox for thirty days. So just to teach myself some discipline and you know. It's just a lot, you know. So just I just tell people to keep going and don't give up. If it's for you, know if it's for you or not. You know that's why you see so many Absolutely. people. Like if you come back from the pandemic, you see so many people who was in it doing it for so long. They're not in it no more. You know, you you know when it's for right. you or not. So just just keep going Absolutely. and figure yourself out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know you being you know how it is. It's a male. It's a male dominated field. You know what I mean. So you already have to fight extra hard because you're a woman. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. to prove that you're funny. Because I've always believed we were funnier than men. You know, it's just always been a men's sport. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we've got some of the what? funniest that are women. I mean, you got to. You got a Dale Gibbons, you got Lou Nell, you got Sherry Shepherd, you got uh Marsha Warfield, you got I mean the list goes on. Whoopi Goldberg, you got there's so many funny black women that have been doing it for so long and it's it's harder for us. We gotta work extra hard. You know, it's yeah, like we do. They, they they think you gotta be laying on your back to you know to to get ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, and do mm-hmm. Truth be told, all the comedians mess around with each other. Uh, we, I mean, am I lying? It's not a comedian that can't say that they ain't messed around with a comedian. We're the only ones that oh, get yeah. each other. You know what yeah, I'm saying? And, and I, I just, so, yeah, I just had that conversation you know with what another I mean? comic. So, I mean, so. like, okay, mm-hmm. first of all, what, whatever. And secondly, <laughs> ain't nobody getting married, so why it's got to be everybody's damn business? Do your job mm-hmm. and be funny. Because if you're funny, you're going to get booked. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of of what you do in the sheets, you're going to get booked funny. You got to be funny. Because there's a lot of people that are not funny that you don't see around because funny is winning. (laughs) Yeah. Funny original is winning. You know, it's hard to come across. Mm -hmm. You don't see a lot of genuine funny anymore. You know, a lot of people so, resort to doing other. There's, you know, and I come from a different. I, I grew up in this game a little bit different. I grew up kind of old school. You know, we grew up before the skits came out, 
so when the younger generation came up, you know, all of us older heads took offense because we like, hold on, we've been doing this a few years longer. We should be entitled to this, and we should be entitled to that by law. That's how it used to go. But old school, we had to learn that it's different now. The world is flipping different. Like, you can get a viral video overnight and blow up from a viral video mm-hmm. and you never did for the time four. and mm-hmm. get booked and get booked. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy for people like me that, you know what I'm saying? Like, your name is starting to get around and then boom. Okay, now, well, what happened? Who? You know what I'm saying? Like I've been I've been doing all this stuff for what now? Like word? So you know it's just a different world that we live in. The whole game has changed and I think for women it's even harder. And there's still that double standard out there that um you know, people is a double standard because people want what they want, but they don't want to do what they got to do to get it. You understand what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It it makes, I'm trying to make it make sense without it sounding confusing. <laughs> no, no, I get, what, no, I, I get a, what you're saying. People just want that overnight a lot success. Of it's like, eh, it don't work like that. Yep. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. I don't care who you talk to and who you cool with, it don't matter. You know, you you might get a show, maybe not, and, and you can't even speak on whatever because you really don't know. You know, like we, mm-hmm. a lot of us have history. Uh, Bree, me and you have history. You know, I, I met you when you first started doing comedy. I thought you were funny from the first time I seen you do stand-up. You know what I mean? And sometimes the comedy scene can pin women against each other when there's just a miscommunication and then that just pollutes a community over some nonsense because I know I'm comfortable with who I am. I know what I mean when I say, and when I say it, I know how I said what I said and what I meant. (laughs) You following me? People have a way of of villainizing your words when it's, it's not that it's just a different perspective. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not that I want to with anybody. This is just where I'm coming from. And, you know, a lot of people don't accept that sometimes, and then they make it a thing. And I think that's that's what a lot of us in in comedy for women happens. You know, um, they they try to pollute us and make us feel like we shouldn't support each other. We should be against each other. So, you get mad at old girl because she got an opportunity because she messing around with such and such. Oh, but such and such is digging on her girl. So she might get this <laughs> opportunity over here only cool because you understand what I'm saying? Like, Oh yeah. I, I, I've heard that. I, I, I've heard that a specific comic that he only books. Well, I was told that he only books women that he sleeps with. And I had to be like, eh, well, no, he ain't and, slept and, with me. And, and, and you know, those saying? are the things that us as women have to deal with. You Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you said that because that's, that's, that's it. People will set you up. They will manipulate you and say, you know what? Yeah, I can get you on this show, but what's up, though? Mm-hmm. 
what you mean, what's up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be booked off the merit that I'm funny. There's a lot of fine women out here. You understand what I mean? Like, this is this is business. Mm-hmm. I choose to I choose to kick it with who I I'm, I kick it with, but that that's none of your business. Like, I'm not I'm not engaged out here. I'm not married. You don't see me flaunting around a uh, bay. You feel me? So mm-hmm. stay out of my business. Let's keep it. Yeah. Let's keep okay, let's keep it business. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You book me off the merit that I'm funny, or don't book me. Because exactly. women have to deal with that, with, with with promoters that will do that. They will make you feel like they won't give you an opportunity unless you're giving up some bonds. Yep. And I, I'm, I'm telling you right like now. They, Go ahead. I'm listening. Oh, yeah. I, I tell people, like, when I was going through, like, the whole – uh, like the whole full house thing, like everyone was just looking on the outside in, and I'm just like, y'all don't know what I was going through dealing with that. You know what I'm saying? No one ever asked me. Like y'all just 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 took my name and just ah, ah, this 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 that that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like y'all y'all don't even know what I'm going through. Like I'm just saying, you know, if you understand women's spirit, sexual harassment, that shit is real, and you know how we have to just deal with it and just like you know what I'm saying like because I know how I uh, I come off and stuff like that you know I got the little the rough little tomboyish look or whatever but still at the same time like I still experience sexual harassment from men from creeps and stuff like that you know what I'm saying but like you 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 have to you have to just learn how to deal with it set your boundaries and let them know hey this ain't that player you know what I'm saying because I'll have about I'll call somebody up here to come deal with you so you can either just Right, and I think, I think men, I think men know. Stuff. Right, <laughs> I think men know who to try to. You know what I mean? I don't think all women have mm-hmm. to go through a lot of that. I think a lot of men make that that assumption. You know what I mean? Or or even a lot of women mm-hmm. make that assumption. She's getting that because you know she fuck around with such and such, or she no. How about she just funny? Mm-hmm. How about the bitch is funny? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, quit trying to make it seem like you know it's 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 that because that pins us against each other and for what? You know, I I'm just not I'm not competitive in that regard. I, it's taken me a long time to get in my my comfortable space doing comedy, and now I feel more comfortable doing it than I ever have. I I really okay. am just trying to continue that. You understand what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it takes another ten years to, you know, be noticed or, you know, do a, a a special or I've never been in a rush because I got too much shit going on in my personal life to just go at it hard and I ain't got money like that. You know what I'm saying? You got yeah. you got to have money to move around like that. And you know, I'm I'm my my family is more important. And um, oh, yeah. people don't people don't remember that you have a life. You have a life outside mm. of being stage. What we talk about is our perspective in a funny way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. tough for us. It, it's tough for us. What do you? What do you? Have, you notice? What have you noticed? Um, as far as like. You know, you said that you grew up listening to comedy. 
So knowing that you've listened listen to comedy, you you know about older comedians like some that I've Marsha Warfield, um, oh, yeah. Adele oh, Gibbons. Yeah. My, one of my oh, favorites. You know, oh yeah, uh, freaking yeah, Miles. They go yeah. like Miles Mabley, like that. One of my favorites. And, and you stuff know like what? That, so. I didn't even know. I didn't even know about Miles Mabley until I started doing comedy. And I came from a family that listened to stand up. My mom used to have uh, records. Uh, she had uh, comedy on vinyl. So um, oh, okay. I would listen. I would sneak and yeah, sneak and listen to the records. But um, but that was back in the day. So you got to give me your uh, your top five female comedians. Like, what's your your Mount Rushmore your, of of comedians? What was that? Is that four or five? That's five, right? Uh, four, five. Uh, okay, five all females. Okay, awfully Miles. Okay, Miles Mabley. I do. I do like Monique. I love Monique. I don't forget what people say. I really do love Monique. Me too. Say, uh, she was in Kim, my top five. I, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Kim Whitley. Uh, she. I feel like she doesn't get enough credit uh, for being a female comedian. And she is hilarious. She's really, really funny. Um, somebody else that I really love, female that I feel like doesn't get enough credit. Uh, that I grew up watching, uh, Melanie Camacho. I really love her. She yes, is funny. Absolutely. Absolutely. I still, she got jokes I remember, like the one about the, uh, when they, she stole that meat. Grocery <laughs> 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 store joke. <laughs> love mm-hmm. Melanie Camacho. She's still in the game, too. I, I follow her on Instagram. Go ahead. Yep, yep. yep. And I think my last, because there's so many that I love, but it's like, there's just so many that like, that I really watch and I just feel like they just don't get the credit that they deserve, but it's like, they're still successful in their own ways. And I, I look at that and I'm going to have to go with Sherry Shepard because she came from yes. the trenches and, and now she's doing the thing. Listen. She's got a talk show. Sherry Shepard is it. funny. Sherry Shepard is funny. I don't care what nobody say. Sherry Shepard, Adele Gibbons is funny as hell. Uh, and like I said, I mean, it's, just, it's so many. Like, I'm just, and even new and up and coming, there's so many funny women. It's, it's, I think that we're going to be, like, on the move, though. I think we're all moving in the right direction. I feel like um, women, as, as just us as women, we don't have no choice but to become empowered and, and kind of help each other because it's it's getting bad out here. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's getting bad out here. You know, this world needs some healing. And I think us as women, we're the, um, we the only ones to do it. We're the only ones. You know, we're going to have to stick together and, and and help this world out in so many ways. In so many ways. Oh, yeah. But we're going to take a break. We've, we've been talking. Girl, we just have been talking. <laughs> <laughs> we just have been talking it up. But I'm going to take a break. I'm going to play some music. So we're going to get back. I hope you all enjoying the show. We are talking to funny girl Bree. That is Brianna Blackburn. We are going to talk to her after some music. I'm just going to go right ahead and get into some music, and uh, we'll see you back here in about 10 minutes. Yes, Naya. Cool, Naya. <laughs> Who am I? Just the girl, them sugar. All right. Here, Anna. Oh, na, 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 na. 
fulfill my prophecy. I'm here for a reason, man, I gotta be. God said so many times, shit, I gotta be. I'm thanking God, I'm obviously a prodigy. He let me breathe another day to fulfill my prophecy. Walked away from accidents that probably should've took my life. Walked away from magnum tips that probably would've been on my eye. I know I'm not invincible, no army man. I'm 27, how much more pain can a body stand? Yeah, I've made a lot of plans. And I'll see to him, no retreat, do him, complete doing, put heat to him like seafood. But at the same time, I keep cooling and dream lucid, no peak to him. I teach students and keep doing what I dream of. Vision and my feet up, with a million on my visa. Chilling in Ibiza, controlling all delete the times when I struggle. Never needing any features Preach to the niggas that don't need to Take heed to the kingdom See leaders, you can be them See anybody struggling for guidance, you can lead them Anybody trying to break the chains, I bet you'll free them Was raining when I came and now we in a different season I'm here for a reason, man, I gotta be God's death so many times, shit, I gotta be I'm thanking God, I'm obviously a prodigy He let me breathe another day to fulfill my prophecy I'm here for a reason, man, I gotta be Dodge death so many times, shit, I gotta be I'm thanking God, I'm obviously a prodigy He let me breathe another day to fulfill my prophecy
Um, what else? Um, Bay Bay's Kids. That's a throwback because uh, you got Robin Harris, and it's a good movie. It's funny. I don't care what people say. It's funny. You got to watch it. Um, and uh, let's see what else. Um, uh, Pineapple Express. I'm gonna have to. I, I like Pineapple Express. I feel like that's a very uh, that's a very hilarious movie from start to finish. It was yeah. well written, well written, and just everything that happened. I wish they would do a part two, but they're not. But uh, Pineapple Express. I'm gonna have to put that up there too. Uh huh. So okay. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you my top five. My top five is Major Pain. Uh, the Chris Rock movie top five. Life, okay. fun with Dick and Jane, oh. and oh, welcome home, that. Roscoe. <laughs> welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so a good one. Cause that one is crazy. <laughs> man, man, I'll tell you, Martin, Martin, man, Martin is a funny comedic actor. Just that whole cast, and you know, you said Monique in one of your top five. I named Monique in one of my top five too because. Regardless of all the scrutiny and, you know, she fighting for our rights, we actually going to appreciate her a lot later on down the road. And I think that she is one of our funniest female comics for sure. You know, I got to, I got to give Monique that and, and bars none, that bitch can play crazy like a motherfucker. Can't she? I said, she need, (laughs) she need to just win Oscars for, she just need to play all crazy roles. But um, but yeah, that's I agree. I agree with you on that. <laughs> definitely, cool. definitely. So um, what what are your what are your ultimate goals? Because I tell people all the time, you know, comedy. You're not limited to the stage when you get into comedy. You know, a lot of people get into writing. Um, a lot of people get into, you know, the back scenes of uh, scripts. Um. Uh, a lot of people venture off into different stuff. Some people stick with com- comedy. Where do you see or what is your um, your end result goal of where you want to be in comedy or in its field? Um, yeah, so uh, ideally I, I really want my own talk show, like kind of like Oprah, whatever, you know, maybe, yeah, I mean, probably won't be that big as Oprah, but like I, I want my own talk show and, you know, where I could just help people heal and stuff with laughter mm-hmm. and, you know, just something like that. And I also want to, like, it's a lot I want to do. Like, I want to, I'm looking into getting into DJing because I love music. A lot of people don't know that I, I love music, I study music. Like, I've been practicing the keyboard, teaching myself keyboard and stuff like that. So if y'all see me on stage with a keyboard pretty soon, you know, I've been working on that <laughs> stuff like that. But, you say you know it's so real. I want to get it. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I want to get into that. Um, I just want to, I just want to do a lot. You know what I'm saying? Not like make a career, but just like to tap into those. As because like you know, I feel like comedy is my gift, but there's so many other things that I'm talented at. And so, but I got to use comedy to make that way. So maybe once I'm done and retired, I'll do all this. You know what I'm saying? Be, a, I don't know, a DJ and stuff like that. Because a lot of people are doing that now. You know, they did this. Okay. I've had my fun. I did it. I got my money. I did my name. Now let me just focus and do all these other things. Uh, one of my favorite artists, uh, Anderson Pack. Um, he was with Bruno Mars, Silk Sonic, and all that. But uh, he does. Okay, he, he's okay. Down, he's a DJ. That's what you're talking about. He's yep. He's a DJ now. So he goes around and he just 
DJs now and stuff like that. And so, and, and it's good you said that because I just was listening to an inspiration. I think it was Steve Harvey, an inspiration. He was saying, you know, uh, you don't have to limit yourself. You know, you have gift, you have your gift, but then you also have talents and stuff like that. But you know, I want to you know, help change the world. Absolutely. And you and, know, uh, I'm a firm believer that people, you know, are people, especially comedians, are multi-talented people. You know, we have yeah. to do a lot on stage. We have to be able to have composure, control the crowd, crowd, um, take the crowd through a good laughter experience. Um, make them feel included, be able to rebuttal with them in a funny way. Like you're you're doing a lot. That that is a multitude of talent just right there in the act of doing stand up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. most of us are areas. So, you know, I'm I'm glad that people are, you know, pouring that into you because you are. You know, you're 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 a good writer. The way that you write your jokes, you're a good joke writer. You know, so, shit, that might be a, a hustle for you at some point. You know what I mean? Becoming a writer oh, yeah. for other people that are funny but just don't know how to formulate the joke to make it funny. You feel me? You know, I just I yeah. think that everybody has something to contribute um, to, to the craft. You know, we, we all have something to contribute. A lot of people are getting into music, you know. T-Barb, uh, Shanae, Shanae got into um uh, Serena Monet got into music, and they got their stuff. The one headlight got a little song, got a dance on TikTok. I can't dance, but I'm gonna try to do it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to redo the dance with my no dancing ass. But um, you know, people are doing different stuff. People are writing books. Um, you know, it's just a multitude of stuff you can do. So. Yeah, you're definitely not limited. So I could see you doing that. I could see you doing the show. I could definitely see you helping people like that because I think mental illness is still hard for people to talk about, Um, and it shouldn't be. You you think that, you know, I think we've come a long way, but I think we could go further. Um, Oh, yeah. Because it's still not talked about enough. And, and you have you noticed that a lot of jokes now people are talking about suicide a lot now. Yeah, and I, I and I pick up on that even when I'm in the uh, when I'm performing and like you know I I, I always ask well yo how y'all doing what are we celebrating and there's always that one person that just you know it just says something that like kind of tugs on me and I'm just like. Oh, okay, are you all right? And then I see them drinking a bit. I'm like, okay, are you just celebrating or are you really like, you know, do you need to talk? Because you never know. Like, people come to these shows and you never know what they're going through. Like, someone could have just gotten a fight with someone. Someone could have just lost their job. Like, you know, anything. So, absolutely. That's my job as a comic, you know, and uh, at the end of the day, even though I'm a comic, I'm human, and I'm very, I'm a very empathetic person, very sensitive, I don't care, I'll cry. Somebody tell me right now, they dog just died, and they said, I'll cry, like, oh my God, you know what I'm saying, I feel for you. So, I I pick up on that, and 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 that's why I, 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 like, I always like to end my shows, like, when I'm headlining, I always like to end my shows, and just put that out there, because, you know, and then so many people come up to me in response, or they'll message me be like thank you for sharing that because i was going through this and like i, I just did a show last night um the toledo funny song and a guy he went up there and he was like 
I'm a suicide survivor. And I was like, wow, you know, and it struck me. And so after the show, I went up to him and said, hey, man, I'm a, I attempted suicide as well. And, you know, I'm glad that you were able. And he was like, I'm, he was happy that he said that because he was like, you know, even when he said he knows at least one person in there that can relate to what, you know, he was saying and stuff like that. So, you know, I just just try to, you know, just be open and stuff like that and just be somebody you can, somebody can talk to or whatnot, you know, so. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, a lot of people can relate more than what they're willing to talk about sometimes. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, you know, you you just, like you said, you never know what people are going through and, and what they've been through. You know, I, I really try to be empathetic towards people because I know I have my own stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I know that I have my own stuff and I can't take that out on someone or I can't be that. I have to be empathetic towards them because of them going through something, you know? Mm-hmm. So feel you. And I think the world would be a lot better place if we thought about others more than we thought about our own situation. You know, because yeah. that that's all that's all the world is, is lacking is empathy and love for each other. You know, everybody's yeah. so quick to fight, everybody's so quick to be mad about stuff. What are you mad about? You woke up today. You know, like I'd be like people are so misunderstood because most people are happy just to see another day. Mhm. You know, we people are that are dying as we speak right now for no good reason. You know, it's just it's no reason for us to treat each other the way that we do. You know, and it's you know, it's something that that we all need to work on as individuals. And hopefully, you know, what we put out there will rub off on people, you know, for them to think about being better individuals. I'm not perfect. I got a I'm a hell cat. No, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Lord mm-hmm. working on me, though. You know what I'm saying? Like all, all, all of us, all of us. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but I've come a long way. I definitely ain't the Danny y'all know that that my my friends mm-hmm. that grew up with me know. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all see the funny comedic side of me. They see the spaz out mm-hmm. <laughs> side of me. You know what I'm oh, <laughs> like, oh yeah, I, I tell people that deal with me. I be like. Y'all, y'all the real ones that that deal with me because I have exactly. my moments too and stuff like that. We we're, we're human, exactly. And, and as long as we we're able to hold Absolutely. ourselves accountable and grow Absolutely. and learn, that, that's what it's all about, Absolutely. you know. <clears throat> and we all go through time giving up. You talked about that. I've gone through the same thing too. You know, we all at some point in this comedy thing, you know, give up. There's even times where I've had to just step away from it for my own personal sanity, not that I wanted to give it up, but just so much mental anguish came with it that I had to take a step back and be like, refocus, redirect, um, you know, figure out another plan. You know what I'm saying? I've had to do that on, on a couple of occasions, but you know, I'm, I just, I'm just thankful for God. Like I can't, <laughs> this ain't a church show, but I tell you what, if it wasn't for God, I would, I would not be here right now. Like, oh yeah, He is really, you know what I'm saying? He has really kept mm-hmm. me, and has, has, has put things in my path, um, to keep me motivated and keep me going. 
So, you know, I'm I'm just going I'm I'm just following his lead basically, you know, and I think that we all get to a place in comedy where that's what we take away from it. Is that, you know, we yep. all have our own journey. Like you said in the beginning, everybody has their own journey. Um, you know, there's enough out here for all of us and that is a true statement. Everybody makes money in different ways in this field, you know. So I just uh I just want people to come together more. You know, it's it's hard for for people sometimes to say, you know what, I'm not gonna judge that person. That's just the way that they are. But you know what? I like that person. I'm like that with a lot of people. You understand what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Like, you know, I might not like the way that, you know, they, they raise their kids or the way that they, you know, have their oral hygiene or their flipping hygiene, period. Like, I, if you cool with me, I'm cool with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm just, you know, I'm not finding reasons to not like people. I'm just trying to get through every day myself. Everybody's got their own shit going on, you know? Yep, yep. And, and it's all yep. about, you have to have boundaries. To, you know, because it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna deal with you, and I'm a, I'm gonna deal with you at, at a distance, you know, because it's absolutely. Like, I, I, absolutely. I, I had to stop hanging around a lot of people. It's like I love you, but it's just like I'm growing, and if you're not growing, mm-hmm. then I can't be around you because the longer I surround myself around you, I'm just gonna eventually go back to what you're doing, and you know, I just stopped doing with people, and they, oh, you think you better than me? It's like. About me thinking I'm better than you. I don't think I'm better than anyone. It's just like, yo, time is ticking. Right. But like life is going. Girl, life is going. you know what? I, that, but did, did I did I tell you that was gonna happen? No. Did I, did I? Can I just? Can you just? You know? Did I tell yeah. you that was gonna yeah. happen a couple of years ago? Oh yeah. <laughs> I think I told you a couple of years ago to get ready for that. You know, those are the same things that I experienced. And, you know, girl, look, I have to look at it like this. It, it's the small town mentality. That's it. Mm-hmm. Getting out here, you're doing bigger venues. You know what I'm saying? You're meeting different people. You just did the funny bone. You're doing, you're doing known rooms. You understand what I'm saying? Don't mm-hmm. ever allow any of that to discourage you because I let it discourage me way too long. I did. You know, I, I, I let a lot of it discourage me. And I also thought too many people were my friends. And you this is you this is a so you're a solo act. Period. Uh huh. <laughs> you are a solo uh-huh. act. Period. That's it. You by yourself uh-huh. on that stage. You by yourself off that stage and that's the best advice I got coming into this year (laughs) you understand what I'm saying and I was like you know what that that has really changed for me because that probably that's what's been holding me back I think that you know trying to you know do things with other people and do things different ways has not always been it's been a benefit in regards to learning I've learned a lot you know, being on the road and, and traveling, I've learned, I think I'm a better comedian because of it. You know what I'm saying? But uh-huh. everybody has their own path and I had to find my own path and step out on my and make my own way. You know what I mean? 
And I'm glad that I'm doing it because it's kind of forcing me to do it. It's forcing me to to learn how to yeah, get out the, get out the here. comfort Absolutely. zone. Yeah. Get out of my comfort zone. Exactly. Exactly. Because I've always known people. I've always gotten opportunities. It's that that hasn't been any, you know, that's come kind of easy for me. And I'm thankful for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I probably wouldn't have done a lot of shows hadn't it been for certain people that I've known in my life. You know what I mean? Throughout my throughout my comedy journey. So I'm I'm very grateful for that. But I have to step out on my own. You know, if this is something that I want, you know, I have to go after it. And I've had a lot of opportunities from nowhere, you know, come out. You just have to believe in yourself. And I'm I'm learning that more now than I've ever known. I've been doing comedy now for nine years, girl. You know, it's it's hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is. It yep. is. And, and you, you, you have to. Because, like, like I said, I went down to Toledo Mall, and Anna made connect. And it, it was weird. It was people who dude was like, oh, I'm I'm Facebook friends with you. I've been wanting to see you perform. And dude yeah. from Tennessee. And I was like, I don't even know yeah. who you are. It's people like, it I've is. been hearing yep. about you and, and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, God. I see you working. It's yeah. like he already mentioned my name. You working? He was waiting for and me you know, to get there. Yeah, and you know what? It's 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 people underestimate. It's people that seek out comedy, so they go. They live in those areas, and when comics come, mm-hmm. they look on their social media and find out who they are. Like that's that's the good thing about you know putting yourself out there and marketing. And like you said, you want to do your own show. You would be a good podcaster. You know what I'm saying? You got a YouTube channel. You can start mm-hmm. doing podcasting. That could start your talk show. You know, you can start somewhere. You know, I just I'm learning that you got to start somewhere. And um, yeah, you know, things we 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 got some projects coming up together. You know, so things are moving forward. You know, and yeah. and I'm yeah. proud yeah. of you. I'm glad to be able to say, you know, I've I've watched you grow as a comedian, and I've seen a lot of growth. Like, you were funny when I first saw you, but you're mad funny now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, you know how to work crowd. <laughs> Absolutely. So, just know that, you know, I've always been a fan, and I think you are great, and I'm very excited to see the things that are to come for you. Um, you know, we come from a small city, but you know, that's one thing I wanted to ask you. I'm glad I said that. Were you born, you said you were born here in Grand Rapids. Did you ever live in New York? No. Nope, just born and raised in Grand Rapids. I know my Facebook okay. probably say that because okay. I created my Facebook when because I was like, I think what, 17, somebody, 18, 18, Oh, okay, <laughs> is it on your Facebook? Yeah, okay. yeah. Because okay. somebody had said to me somewhere, they were like, isn't she from New York? And I'm like, no, I think she's from Grand Rapids, but I'm going to have to ask her. And then it just slipped my mind. So I'm glad you said that so I could clarify that. Yeah. So, yeah. I, okay. I get that so, a lot. Like, but, people always like, oh, you from Detroit? Or, like, I even get some people like, weren't you on TV? And so I'm just like, I, I don't know. Maybe this thing all black people look alike. I don't know. Like, oh. <laughs> well, child, God, please. <laughs> right. Born and raised in Grand Rapids. most unique race. We we definitely the most unique. We the most distinctive. We definitely don't all look alike for sure. For real, we all mm-hmm. we high yellow, dark brown, medium mocha. We they gone with that. <laughs> but um, but anyhow, but yes. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. So what are some things you got coming up? Like what are some some things you're looking forward to? You got anything on the books this summer that's 
that yet you're excited about? Um, yeah, uh, so um, this summer I'm going to use it to, uh, like, because I just went on a cruise uh, a few weeks ago, and it really just got me yeah, in the I mood. Yeah, I saw that like, on okay. Facebook, okay? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I had a good time. And it, it got me in this mood to, like, you know, just get out there. So, like, this summer I just plan on just hitting up different cities, like, even if I got to go by myself, you know, but last night, you know, I rode with another comedian who was on the show and stuff like that, and they went down there, and they looking at to make money, so they like to sell merch, and I'm like, look, no, I got business cards, here's my business card, here my, you know what I'm saying, I'm passing out business cards, so I'm just trying to just, just get my name out there, and just hit other cities and stuff, and, and travel and experience more, you know, because I was looking at it, like, I'll be turning 32 tomorrow, and, you know, life is short, and I can live, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got no kids, so now's the time to just really just just get out there. You know, I got some shows, but right now I'm just focusing on just, just getting out, getting out my comfort zone and just hitting up different cities and stuff like that. Even if I got to go sleep in my car, you know, I'm hungry, and it's time. So uh, that's that's right. my goal for the summer. Well, you know, you are you are definitely able to do that because you don't have no churn. You know what I'm saying? You're not married. <laughs> Girl, I'm still trying to get my churn out of my damn house. My adult churn and my grandbaby churn. You know what I'm saying? But um, it's going to work me that. I said they done slowed me down, but it's good because I, I needed the mental downtime. So I'm glad that, you know, I've had this opportunity to just kind of chill, regroup, because um, I'm doing the same. I'm, I'm stepping out. I've done it before. I've gone to New York by myself. I got a girlfriend that lives there. Go hit her couch, and, you know, I go to New York. So, hey, I can I can give you some people to call to or some people to contact so you can get on some stages. Oh. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, New York is, New York is a dope run. It's a dope run. I'm setting up my run right now for August. I'm going to the Rock the Bells. Anybody I don't know know about the Rock the Bells concert, but I'm going to that thing in New York. But um, yeah, so I probably shouldn't have gave them a shout out. They ain't giving us no check. But anyway, <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> but I'm up in that thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, but yeah, New York, New York is a dope place to run. Um, any comedian should go. And you know we got a few people down there. I think Osama knows a couple people too. Um, did you know Osama yeah. from Lansing? Okay, yep. yep he knows he's a few down people. There he can get Elena you Elena Banfield down there. Uh, so uh, yep, Elaine. Yep, she's down there now. Yeah. So just uh, yeah, you use your resources. That's one piece of advice T. Barb would tell me all the time was use your resources. So if you know anybody, you know, reach out to them. You know, you never know they could get you on a stage or introduce you to somebody or something, you know? But yeah, yep. so um so yeah, okay, so go ahead. You wanna you wanna step out more, you wanna do some other stuff. What uh do you have anything on the books that you're excited to do? Uh, uh there's a few shows here and there. I mean I'm always excited to do shows and stuff like that, but for the most part I, I just wanna just travel some and, and just like just live life and stuff like that, go to concerts and stuff like that, and just, just really start living and enjoying life. I'm at a point where I, I, I accepted the fact, like, and like you talk about God, too, and I, God has been working on me and saved my life, too, you know, and I just tell people that, like, you know, God's will 
for your life. God has a plan for your life. And if you just, just once you know that and accept that and just realize that everything that you're going through, whether it be good or bad, is building you to what he has for you. And so I'm knowing that at the end, this all of this is going to pay off. But in the meantime, you know, I'm not going to stress, you know, because I've been stressing myself out in my job, and it's been so stressful. And when I went on that cruise, I was going for like two weeks, and I'm just like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. Because as soon as I went back, it's like, here the BS come again. And so I just want to get to that point where I'm just loving my life and enjoying, you know, knowing myself and just learning myself and discipline and just, just getting out here, meeting people. Like, I was on that cruise and meeting and talking to people. I don't know these people. I'll never see these people again in my life. You know, and just, I just want to just live and, and do comedy. Absolutely. Live and do comedy and have a good time. That's what I'm talking about. Live and do comedy. I tell you right now, let me hit some, let me, let me get some money. Lord, Lord, give me, <laughs> let me get some money. Let me get some money, girl, because I, that's exactly what I would do and getting Airbnbs, staying for, at different places for months at a time and just moving around and enjoying life because, you know, we were not, the Lord, we, we're not supposed to worry about nothing. And that's all we do mm-hmm. is worry. And, you know, we, it's, it's so much going on in the world that it's hard not to worry. But at the end of, yeah. at the, end of the day, girl, it's, it's your life on the line. It's your mental state on the line. Mm-hmm. Like, at, at, at what point do you say enough is enough? You know what I'm saying? Like, Everybody is going through something, but you are supposed to enjoy life. God put us here to enjoy, you know, what he has given us. And just the nature of the world, being on a boat probably was breathtaking because that's God's creation. Like, you look at the ocean and just be like, I can, this is unbelievable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it was a surreal I, moment because it, it went from me, like, right. just booking it and then stressing about what I'm going to uh, sweatpants, I mean, uh, uh, sweatshorts and t-shirts. I mean, I had a few dresses in my bathing suits, but for the most part, I was chilling. And, you know, didn't you have a chair in the world. I was like, you know what? I worry no. about, my, like, my making sure my bills and stuff were good before not I left. But, like, money going to come back. Money going to come to you. Your time not, you know. Absolutely. Manifest some of them shows because them cruises pay decent for them for the shows they do, too. Oh, need yeah. an agent for that. Need an agent to get on them cruises, but I think you can find a way. Yeah. So, but yeah, I thought about so, that. Yeah, for, you know, that's, yeah. That's what's up. I was just I was just putting that out in the universe. If that's something that you want, because uh, oh, I have God. never taken a cruise. That's actually on my bucket list. So I, I'm going to take a cruise, but I've never been on a boat. I've always had a fear of do cruises. It. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it's it. It's on my Okay. Yep. So I want to do that. I want to so ride a much horse. You can do. Yeah, I want to ride a horse. Oh, you never rode so a horse. That's another thing. Never rode a horse. No. Uh, I'm. I've been. Oh, a, I'm that. afraid of big. Animals. I'm afraid of big oh, animals, okay. but not big dogs. I love big dogs. I don't like big <laughs> animals. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that's not a dog, big, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. 
But um, and I'm I not a zoo that. person. Are you a zoo person? God no, I don't like the smell of zoos. Oh God, no. I don't like <laughs> zoos. Mm-mm, no, I be feeling like that's it's animal jail. The county, I don't like it. Um, but yeah, what was I saying? What was we talking about? Oh, summer plans. What? Summer plans. What was that, girl? Oh, yeah, summer plans. You got anything going on? Oh, yeah, you said you you got that going on. And then you got your birthday. Is there anything else you're going to do for your birthday this weekend? You got the comedy show tonight. Yeah, uh, tomorrow, I don't know. I might just, just, just enjoy some time. I might go to the casino. Um, stuff like that. Just, just okay. enjoy, and celebrate it. You know, it's just started. Yeah. This week started off a little, little, little whatever. But I was able to regroup, and you know, uh, was at work yesterday. They gave me some presents and a cake and stuff. So everything, you know, started off right. So now I'm just now everything's doing good. So now I'm just excited. You know, I'm gonna have a good weekend and just not worry about the BS. You know what I'm saying? Just, just keep moving on. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm very, very proud of you. Very proud of you. All right. Well, we are coming to uh, close to the top of the hour. We're going to take a break, Brianna. And when we come back, we're going to go through all of your uh, social media handles and what you have going on. And people can uh, send money to your cash app if you got something going on with that donations, that sort of thing. So once we get back, we're going to do a few songs and we'll come back and uh, we'll see uh, Brianna will finish up the show on Caribbean Radio Show Comedy Chat. We'll be right back. Yeah. Uh. M-A-L-I-Q. Check it. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I'm understanding us is impossible You and I the model tell a nigga colossal though It seemed improbable when I was just a toddler I don't know, but ever since I got to grow from all my seeds that I was sold They saw I hope that I will blow The coward's yoda probably die so I won't The devil wanna sign for souls, I won't sign cause I know I don't need his eye, I'm blessed to have both Niggas talk behind my back trying to step on my toes Niggas lie, said they was met with stones Niggas lying about their ventures, come on I know it's speaking to existence, but overzealous it shows I know I'm about to blow, got seconds to go They're reminiscing when I wept cause I choked I used to think I'd never get better below. Now I breathe better from those. I can be better than those. I can see better, be me better for clones. Like a tea kettle, I'm heat metal to stove. I'll defeat rebels when seats settled on throne. Yeah, I know it's not impossible. Yeah, I know it's not improbable. I was told to stop, but not. I won't. I was told to stop, but not. You and yeah, I. I know it's not impossible. Yeah, I know it's not improbable. I was told to stop, but not. I won't. I was told to stop, but not. You and I, 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 yeah, you and I till I die. I coincide, but no, I'm retrospective like golden eyes. Since COVID find me, I've been on a mission. I own a pride. I'm bound to make it like a bakery to some donuts, might poet defined. I'm known to go over the lines, but so far from finished. I'm a Leo, so I leave without trying. I ain't repeat a crime. I've been in line, so great to see me shine. The latest sin is see me grind. They pay to be me fine. I'm major league with time. The pay by speaking kind. The race I see inspires me to shake the streets of rhymes. I ain't depressed.
and letting loose the lion was their worst mistake. Since my birth was great, but I heard it late. Ever since I searched for fate and found it, now I circulate. They regurgitate in a nervous state. Man, they hurt, but hey, they can search like me. They can search like me. Yeah, I know it's not impossible. Yeah, I know it's not improbable. I was told to stop, but nah, I won't. I was told to stop, but nah. You and yeah, I, I know it's not impossible. Yeah, I know it's not improbable. I was told to stop, but not. I won't. I was told to stop, but not. You and I, 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 you and You and I, it's me and you, you understand, we can make it, by any means, do anything, uh, you and I. Move your one from your journal, wind up your body, call me one, yo, type of girl, I'll call you. Wind up your 
Chicago. We did an interview with her not too long ago. Just super dope. She's super funny, animated. Go follow her. Go like her song. Download it. Buy it. Do whatever you got to do. Support black women in comedy. Uh, you also heard some you and I. That was Malik at the top of the music play. Um, that is another independent artist. Uh, you heard him a little bit earlier and got to be with that you and I. That's just that old school hip hop feel. You know, we don't have too many young people that's, that's that's doing that anymore. And then, you know, I had to hit you with the wine like a banana. You know what I'm saying? Hit y'all with that that native stuff, that, ne- that native Caribbean. I'm going to learn Patois one day. I'm going to be killing y'all here when I learn Patois. I've been practicing on TikTok because TikTok be giving you, TikTok give you all of the uh, the little slangs and stuff. I'm going to be fluent by the time I come to Jamaica, so Y'all don't be uh, laughing at me when I start uh, speaking my patois now. <laughs> All right. I got my girl Bree on the line. Bree, you there? Yep, I'm here. All right. All right. Yeah, so uh, so you said you was just pretty much celebrating. You just had you a wonderful vacation. You got to get on the cruise. You just love the whole vibe of the cruise. So you kind of bringing in your birthday a little bit early with that. That was the set off. That was the jump off, was was the cruise, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there to celebrate my godfather's fiftieth uh, birthday, but you know, I was like, I could use this okay. as a vacation. You know, I I haven't been never, you know, treat myself. I've been working, working, working so much. You know, just just take some time off and just relax and not have to worry about anything. So it was fun. Yeah, yeah it was a good time. And I always said to treat yourself first. Like you work hard. You should be able to do the things that you want to do if you are a hard worker. So, you know, I kind of gave up the hard work. I mean, not in regards to comedy. I've kind of switched it because I was in the medical field for years. And um, mm-hmm. it's just been in the last couple of years that I've been depending on hustling and comedy. But, you know, I just got to, you know, you just get to a point where you got to start going that stuff a little bit harder, you know. So I'm getting ready. I'm, yep. I'm doing like you, Bree, just trying to gear myself up to do some runs. And I'm glad you're doing that. I'm, I'm glad that you're, getting your, you're putting yourself out here and meeting new people because that's what it's all about. That's what's going to make you a better comedian. And I'm still growing. Like, I've come a long way, but I still have a lot to learn um, on stage, um, especially with my quick pro quos. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to... Yeah. limit some of my shit because <laughs> sometimes it leads me off into a whole different direction. I'm a little ADHD. You know, so I'll be trying to stay focused on, on one joke. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. That'd be a challenge <laughs> for me sometimes. But, but yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm proud. I'm see you doing that. I, I'm, I, I love seeing you got your foot on some necks out here, um, especially where we at. You know, it's rough around these GR streets. People underestimate I think every community has, you know, its thing, but, you know, I stepped away from the Grand Rapids community a few years ago, and uh, I'm kind of glad that I did in some regards. You know, it's interfered with some relationships, but at the end of the day, you know, you really have to focus on you um, because nobody's going to – people are going to step over you before they step with you. You know what I'm saying? So – you know, you just have to know that you don't have, you know, real true friends out here. You know, you you get too invested and they start knowing your personal stuff, then your personal stuff are, starts outweighing the other stuff, the, the the business side of it. You know what I mean? So you just have to, you just have to, yep, you just have to, you know, know, know how to move out here. And, and I think you're going to do good because I think you've learned a lot early enough in your comedic career that you'll be able to take those lessons to benefit your future. You know what I mean? You you picking up what I'm throwing down? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll tell everybody, uh, everything is, is a learning experience, even with the whole, like, full house thing. Because, you know, like I said, people never, like, really asked me my side. They were more so just, you know, ready to just downplay and just talk about people, you know. And it just, you know, kind of like, aha, you know, that's why I felt like for some people and stuff like that. But, you know, at, at the end of it all, like, we all just got to learn and grow. And, and it showed me some people, you know, it was eye-awakening. So now, like you said, man, you can move different. Absolutely. Move different well, out I don't here get and stuff aha. like that. I, I, don't even, I don't get the aha, though. I get the terrible person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get, like, mm-hmm. people act like I'd be out here trying to ruin people's lives. The fuck are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, Really? Like, you're you're really going that, I'm not even thinking about the shit you think about. And then when you bring it to me, I'm like, why would you even think that? Like, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? That's like, it. 
I get used to that thing they can read my fucking mind for some reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not a mind reader. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Stop trying to read my mind and and think my thoughts. Like, you don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. I get that a lot. That's just how they move. That's that's how they move. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, they try to, you know, like, try to gaslight you. You know what I'm saying? Almost. And it's like, "Eh, no, that's not not what it is. That's that's what you want it to be. So it's like, it is. And and you and well, you and you know that that's not what it is. That's what bothers me is that you know that that's not what it is, and you know that's what you do. So you know it's 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 happened time and time again, and it's not going to be the first or last time that it happens to any of us. But it's all about oh, what no. you make what you make out of it. And yes, I I've learned you know I like you shit. I've learned a lot too, and um, I'm glad that I'm have. I'm 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 thankful for people like you. I'm glad that you were able to hear me out when we had our differences and understand where I was coming from. You know, I'm glad that you knew me enough to know that, you know, we was going to be good. We we would be okay. You understand what I'm saying? Um, oh, yeah. Because I think, that, I think that the community thrives off of us being pent against each other. You know, it's like, oh, they're going to be there together. Yeah, motherfucker, they're going to be there together. And why why are y'all looking for something to be that's nothing? You understand what I'm saying? Like, yes. what are, what they are just thrive off drama anytime. Because every time I get around, it's BS. And I'm like, this is why I stay away. Because you guys are mm-hmm. still doing the same. No one's growing. No one, you know what I'm saying? Nope. And, and it's sad because no. there's some really good people that's really talented. And I'm just like... But I can only do so much, you know. What I'm saying if you ain't going Absolutely. for it, hey, all right, I'll meet Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yep. And and you shouldn't have to go for it. We're all doing the same thing. My whole thing mm-hmm. is we all have the same challenges. We're all doing the same thing. So why don't you understand me more? You understand what I'm going through, and and maybe your situation is better than mine. So. Maybe I'm struggling a little bit more than you are. You know what I'm saying? If if I'm able to help somebody out, man, I'm telling you, let me get into a position where I can help a lot of more people out. Like I'm I'm doing that because a lot of people have helped me. You know what I'm saying? So I want to be able to help people. You know, learn more and do more and and become better and say that I gave them an opportunity. I gave them some stage time. I love when comedians come up to me and say, "Man, I heard about you." You know, um, you are very funny, and I tell them they had a good set or something, and they 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 know they know me like that. That makes me feel good that I have, you know, an influence on another comedian because that was me, and that's still me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, man, I was when I when I met people like uh, Tony Baker, and I met Tony Baker and and Kev. I was like, oh my god, this is like <laughs> crazy to me that people that I you know what I'm saying? That I look to for laughs when I'm having a bad day. Or, you know what I'm saying, make me laugh out loud when I needed it. Like I'm I'm kicking it with them right now. It's it's a surreal feeling to to be in the the entertainment of making people laugh. You know, it's just it's just it's something it's and I think that people it's hard and we need to love and appreciate each other a lot more. So, so yeah, you know, we got some things coming up. 
Tell me where we can find you at, Bree. I know I went through the list, but you're probably going to say it a lot smoother than me. So go ahead and let everybody know how they can find oh, you. If I, oh, if I can remember. I try to keep everything the same name, but, like, ugh, these websites are so – I think they be shadow man. I don't know. It just be so weird. But I'm actually getting to the point where I'm actually about to hire someone to run – uh, my social media pages for me because uh, yeah. Did you get your blue uh, check? Did you get your Did you get your blue check? Uh, nah, <laughs> you get your I, blue check. Okay. <laughs> I'm not about to do that. Like I just feel like I don't have enough followers for that. But I guess if I did get it, it would help me gain followers in a way. So I don't know. I'm still debating on that. But I mean, right now I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. but no, it's just yeah. for me. It's just social media is a lot. And like like I said, I'm a very empathetic person. It, it, social media can be draining if it's not used properly, you know. Because I get on Facebook and it's just like people arguing and doing all, and I just can't take that. And then there's so much going on, so I just can't take that. So I just got to get to a place where it's just I can just focus on my mental health and focus on me. So I've just got a buddy who's in media and digital, he runs YouTube, so he's going to just take over all that, and I'm just going to pay him, like, just give me whatever, a month or whatever, or just buy him food or whatever, you know, so it's good to have those people and stuff like that, you know, so he's going to do that, but, um, and I'm glad you said uh, that, too, I'm glad you said that, too, work on your mental health, because we're all working on, I'm working on mine, too, everybody needs to work on their mental health. We are at a we are at a very uh, traumatizing uh, world right now. You know, you can't get on no, not no social media and not see something that's bad going on in the world every day. Uh, stories going viral of people dying for no reason, children being kidnapped and trafficked. Like we are living, people walking in the grocery stores and shooting them up. We are living in a high panic, high anxiety time and um just just to be able to get out here and mentally deal <laughs> with everything that's going on aside from your own family stuff mental illness needs to have some more attention just because you yeah. say mental illness doesn't mean you're crazy you know it's oh, just no. oh. they're they're this may be an imbalance. There's a, that's a, that's the stigma that's tied to mental illness. It don't. It, there's there's le, there's a lot of different mental illnesses out there. There's levels, and people need to get educated on that because I think that stigma and that fear has what is what has held people back from getting treatment for it. And treatment actually works. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like I. I I know what my I know what my my stuff is. I'm I'm a chronic depressant. Um, I'm OCD. I, I have PTSD. I have anxiety. I I know what my issues are. You know what I'm saying. But the next person might have some other issues that they're working on, and I I can't judge them for that because they are still a person. It takes the bigger person to recognize I'm dealing with these things. And I need help with them. Because once you get the help, it changes your life. People don't understand. Do you feel like getting the help has changed your life? Oh, oh yes, drastically, majorly. Like, like, and it's like it's so beneficial because like I'm aware now because um, like this earlier this right. week, you know, I got into it 
with, with this girl and stuff like that. And it was to the point where I was just like doing things like being toxic, you know, just like, oh, you made me mad. Okay, I got you. And then I had to check myself mm-hmm. like, yo, okay, last time you did this, this happened. And you know that this is what this person is doing this for. So I had to like, you know, because I was saying some stuff, you know, I said some stuff that I shouldn't have said. And I just that was hate that I and that went back. Yep, and I hate yeah. that I went back to being that person just for that moment. And I'm happy right. that I was able, through the counseling, through the anger management, that I was able to recognize, like, hey, no, 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 this is not a good idea. And just to get myself together and just put my focus back, apologize, of course, hold myself accountable because, you know, I was out of line. And, and, and then just move on. And move that, on. You are going to grow from that. You're going to grow from that. I'm I'm guilty of that. You know, I, I'm a hellcat. I go from zero to 100. You know what I'm saying? That's why a lot of people don't mess with me for real because they know I'm a snap out kid. You know what I'm saying? So I, mm. I just feel like I have to get that in check because I do want to be more approachable. I do want people to understand that I'm not, you know, I'm not going to snap for no reason. There's a reason. There's a there's a there's a method to my crazy. You understand what I'm saying? And if if I feel like somebody is purposely disrespecting me or pushing those buttons, you you gonna see that side. But as long as you're professional and we cool, I, I have no issues with people. You know, and I think that people underestimate that people are dealing with mental illnesses, and that we need to recognize that you just can't approach and handle every situation in in the heat of a moment or in the heat of an emotion. And that's all tied into us working on ourselves. So I'm glad that you said that because we don't hear enough that people are working on themselves. I'm working on myself. You know, I, I really had some downtime. You know, it's been about six months for me, um, six to seven months where I just was kind of to my key and really focusing on my family and my mental health. And I'm glad that I did because now I have a new direction, a new path. Um, you know, I'm feeling better about myself um, again. So, you know, it's, it's time to go. And those are just things that people go through, you know, that we, we take for granted. And um, I'm glad you said that because that just means that you are human just like the rest of us, Brianna. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. like, Oh yeah. Every every day, every day, every day, make a way. You know what I'm saying? Like you just, that's just how it is now. It's unfortunate you can't even look forward to growing old anymore. You know because the world is so dangerous. But but we can't we can't discount our blessings. We're up today. It's gonna be a lovely weekend. Hey, this month is already oh, over yeah. with, girl. Can you believe it? It's like it's yeah, like for me. I feel like. It's like this is crazy. It's already summer. It's about to be summer. But I'm looking forward to the weather, though, I tell you that. Because y'all don't know. Y'all hear us over in the Caribbean. It's warm over there. Y'all probably having a beautiful day over in Trinidad and Jamaica. I'm, I already know over there y'all enjoying yourselves in Puerto Rico. I, I understand. But we cold over here. It's like Man. 68 degrees. <laughs> it was just no snow on the other day. <laughs> Right, it was snowing the other day, so you know y'all be grateful for y'all nice weather and palm trees and all that that y'all got going over there. Caribbean radio show is gonna have to come over there and post up down by the beach 
and have some barbecue and some beer. So that's that's what we're gonna manifest. We're gonna manifest I'm gonna be able to bring some of my guests and we gonna we gonna vibe out um with the Caribbean radio show. That sounds like a plan, right? Yeah, that sounds fun. Hey, next cruise, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know about the next cruise because my, my aunt does cruises. She's a travel agent and she does them every year and stuff like that. And you know, yeah. it, 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 it's fun, man. You 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 got to do it, man. I think she's doing one for New Year's Eve this year. I'm not too certain, okay. but I know for sure she's doing one in October. So, okay, okay, all right. That's what's up. That is what is up. I like that. Yeah, definitely. Let me know because I haven't done it. Like I said, that's gonna be a check off my bucket list. I've not been on a cruise, so I definitely want to do that for sure. Okay, so we can find you. We can find you on Facebook, Comedian Funny Girl Bree. Instagram, that's yes. Funny Girl Bree. YouTube, yes. Comedian Funny Girl Bree. And then on TikTok, Comedian Brianna Blackburn. Yes. Boom. Yes. You yep. got to make all comedian. You got to make them all comedian, Funny Girl Bree, all the way through, across the board. Boom. Yeah, TikTok won't yep. allow and me to do it. Pass. That's the only one. And then, oh, they Facebook won't let me take the Lynn off of my Danny. Yeah, I'm like come it, on, it's, it's weird. So yeah, so anyhow, anyhow, but yeah, and then we got her cash app if you want to donate any money to uh, Brianna, her cause, her getting on the road, any of her shows, her birthday. Send her a cash app at uh, the dollar sign funny. Girl Bree, that is F U N N Y G I R L B R I. Send her a little birthday drink, y'all. You know, a couple little dollars. You know, a little change, so she can get her some yak. What's your What's your drink of choice? Ah, uh, uh, Long Island. Uh, <laughs> Yo, Long you like Island. Long Island? Okay. You want yeah, the whole it got a little bit of everything. <laughs> a little bit of everything. I know that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been lovely, Bree. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Like, this has been great. Like, do you have any anything you want to put out there? Any affirmations? Any shout outs? Anything you want to say? Uh, you got. You can take it. you. No rush. Just what you want to put out there in the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to thank you for having me, and thank you for being a part of my journey. Uh, I love you, and uh, um, just thank you, man. You've always been someone I can always count on and stuff like that. So uh, I appreciate you, and I can't wait to see you tonight. And uh, just everybody know, uh, God has a purpose for you. So just, just allow him, because he's going to have his way. So just, just let God do what he got to do, and then just, just be happy and uh, be kind to one another. You know, everybody's going through anything. You know, it doesn't take much to – smile or say hi to somebody, you know, or check up on people too. So, you know, just just be kind, love everybody, love yourself and uh just just enjoy life, man, because you know, one day hey, it we never know when our time is. So just you know, and I ain't trying to make people scary, but like that's a reality. So just enjoy life, love everybody, be kind and, you know, just give God give God all the glory. So yeah, that's all I gotta say. Absolutely, and that was well said because we do need that. We need God more than we need anything. And, you know, people underestimate people underestimate prayer. Um, you know, people underestimate grace. 
And I think that, you know, we need to start humbling ourselves and recognizing where we need to fix things to become a better person because that's the only thing that's going to make this world better is for all of us to make a, a, a genuine effort to become better people. Um, you know, I'm I'm not trying to step on nobody's toes. I'm not trying to compete with nobody. What God has for me is for me. You know, it's, it's my job to spread love, awareness, and, you know, if I get some opportunities, I would love to share them. Um, as they were shared with me, um, and you know that's that's how I think we should try to at least be, or at least I speak for myself. That's the way I'm trying to be. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, Amore has the by far the best eggplant parmesan in the city, um, and I'm excited because we got we got uh actually is her name Janae. Uh, Jenna, Chef Jenna, yes. Jenna, Chef Jenna. She's actually going to do a guest spot tonight, right? Yep, yep. So yep. pretty excited yep. about that. She's so excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm excited. I love to see people get up for their first time. Just to see just to see if they got natural, like, stage presence. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Well, I'm going to let you go, um, Bree. It's been a pleasure. I'm looking forward to seeing you tonight. We are going to have a ball. Um, and uh, thank you. I can't thank you enough. This is this has been awesome. I really appreciate you. You're, you're one of my favorite girls, and you will always be one of my favorite girls. And I look forward to what we got going on in the future, and one day we're going to be sitting on the beach, uh, you know, sipping on mimosas, talking about if or if we not going to go to certain events. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just put that in the universe. You know what I'm saying? Just put it out there. Mm-hmm. Put it out there. Well, I love you too, Bree. I'm going to see you tonight, and I'm going to let you go. All right. See you later. All right. Have a good day. Yeah. All right. That was that was my girl, Brianna Blackburn. She, she is an awesome lady. Just her whole personality, fun and um I'm excited for all of the things that are to come for her and along with you know just the comedy family here Caribbean radio show uh not only has the comedy tab but we've got some jazz we've got some history we've got some religion we've got we've got everything you know so we are talking about some things we are trying to do some things we got some um events coming up this summer uh that we all want you to enjoy you tune into the website a little bit more, you can get an idea about what our mission is and what we're here for. And uh, we just love what we're do. We do. We're people that are all over the world. And some of us are from California. Some of us are from the Midwest. You know, some of us may be originally from your island. You know, you just you just never know. I'm bringing everybody to talk about comedy just because we all have different perspectives. Um, and we all have different lives, but what we all have and we all share common, and that's the human heart. Uh, We are all humans. We all have the same heart. It beats the same way. We bleed the same blood. Love your people. Love your neighbor. Say something nice to someone. Give someone a compliment. Open up a door. Tell someone you love them. Kind. Spread love. Have a good weekend from the Caribbean Radio Show. 
comedy chat. God bless.